Welcome, 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 my bows and bow ties to another uh, video. It's Sunday morning. It is 7.34 a.m. And um, I just want to welcome everybody who's coming to my channel. So let me just say real quickly, uh, this channel has three things. We talk about Black women, Black culture, and we talk about middle-aged stuff, okay? And that could be anything in middle age. It could be getting older. It could be marriage. It could be relationships. It could be friendships. It could be womanhood. It could be career. But I just wanted to, I don't know. I think I want to talk about womanhood and a little bit of friendship today. So I uh, routinely tell people, hey, by the way, if you like any of my content, I just like to remind people, this is a good time to subscribe and like, okay? All right. So let me just get on with the business of it. I was uh, hanging out last night. Um, book club. Now, let me just say this. Our book club is a hot mess, but I'm here for it because our review sometimes might take all about one or two minutes or might be, uh, I don't know, more intense. Oh, let me just pull up my, I'm sorry, guys. You know, I just, uh, it's still early in the morning for me. So, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, my voice isn't quite there, but this is my thumbnail, by the way. I just wanted to put that up there because I wanted people to know what I was talking about. Okay. So, oh, you can't see my face. So, yeah. I chose this thumbnail because, so last night, like I said, um, I was at Book Club. You see, I have my blanket on. I'm still in my PJs and I didn't want people to see. So, I put on a headband so I can make you guys think like I got myself together, but I didn't. I bought two headbands. All right, I pulled off my bonnet. I don't get on here in a bonnet. So I was at book club and, um, sorry, where I live, there aren't a lot of people who look like me. Okay. And we were discussing this book. It was called Cupcake Brown or something. Now, I listened to about maybe one or two hours of the book. And I stopped listening and I listened to it at one and a half speed. And much of the people in the neighborhood, many did not. Uh, oh, sorry, this is what we're talking about here. Did not read the full book. Some did. And my one neighbor, she's Asian lover, by the way. She said, I don't think that she was talking to her husband. And she mentioned me at home. She said, I don't think, it, um, my name is Asia, by the way. They said, I don't think she's going to um, really enjoy this book. And she's right. And I didn't really read it. So where am I going? I want you guys to stick with me for a second. They were like, so why didn't you want to read the book? And a lot of people didn't. I said, there's a couple of reasons why. One, I don't want to read something where... I'm more specific, so I like to operate in a level of specificity. I don't like to do something where um, it's more Black women trauma. And so trauma is not, Black women don't own trauma. But I just don't like every time you want to tell a story with a Black person or something, it's usually centered around trauma. And I would say any Brown person. But my uh, Asian neighbor got it. And I think my other neighbors got it too. Drinking coffee here. 
And so it's a bunch of middle-aged women sitting here talking. Now, I'm not sure why last night was the night where people were more willing to share. And I think it's just because when you build up a relationship or rapport with people over time, you develop a sense of comfort. Now, where am I going with this? Gen X is the the latchkey generation. We were the generation that came up with, we really were the, the pioneers on technology, contrary to what people want to believe. We were the ones who were, really like the genesis with Silicon Valley and, you know, Apple. Um, um, I think we are the ones who started like your MySpace and and, and that type of thing. Um, let me see. I think I had a couple of notes. MySpace. I don't think we started Twitter. I can't remember. We were the ones who really were, I would say, the catalyst in making the world smaller. We were the ones who had all kinds of weird relationships, right? Because um, divorce was skyrocketing because a lot more women were working back then. Gen X is from 1965 to 1980. So we've had to do a lot of figuring things out on our own, venting for ourselves, all that good stuff. Where am I going with this? We had to figure out womanhood. We had to figure out friendships. Racial tensions were high back then, even though the 80s, I grew up in the 80s, I thought the 80s were good. But racial tensions were high. My stomach is growling. Just less access to media. Um, we We swept a lot of things under the rug, too. So I think we were willing to have these relationships, but we swept a lot under the rug. Fast forward 20, 30 years, and you got a bunch of women in a room. And when you listen to people really talk, you know, people like to say we're all the same. I believe that. Um, There's a lot of people who will definitely talk about race and race classism, gender, all those things play a part in, in how your makeup, your, your lived experiences. But it was interesting when you're having these conversations with people and you're talking about womanhood and friendships and other things. We're all messed up. <laughs> we're all the same. You want to know what's so interesting I had this conversation before. I'm going to bring up black people for a second. Black people think they're the only ones who experience cray cray. Why is my stomach growling this hard? Um, black people... It's tough because obviously I'm a blackity black, black, right? And obviously I'm going to be biased towards black people. But in the same token, let me say this. When black people are willing to talk to people, to interact with people, to listen to people other than themselves, 
they're going to hear stories that are going to blow their mind. And I'm not saying this in relation to last night, although last night too. I, I think that when I, I think about black friendships, they're hard, at least black female friendships. Now, before people start getting angry, I'm speaking from my perspective. And other people I've talked to who are black too. Do I have black friends? Absolutely. Hey girl, hey. But um, in recent times, I'm finding that my relationships are not black. I'm finding the most growth. Because women, the ones who are willing to just, they don't care about anything, right? Like they don't care about class. They don't care about anything. Like they're just coming raw. When you have that level of interaction, that level of authenticity, that level of vulnerability, it's actually beautiful. Where am I going with this Gen X? I think Gen X women, we were caught in the middle, right? And I don't think we did a good job with the millennials and Gen Z. We have not really shown them womanhood and friendships. We've shown relationships. We haven't shown friendships. My daughter is seeing me interact with women and I think for her, she doesn't know any different. Although I, I still like for her to have black friendships, but I, why is it so loud in my house right now? Can you guys hear that? Um, I'm, she's learning friendships and relationships. You know, my daughter has had white young girls go hard for her because they just care about her and they're not being brought up to care so much about the race. And this is going to sound kind of crazy. I want you to catch this. I have had over the last five, six, seven years. I can't believe I'm going to say this. My white friendships have taught me a little bit more about friendships and how we were grown together as women than I've gotten from my black friendships. I think Gen Z, Gen X, I'm sorry, we were too busy trying to figure stuff out. We didn't have, we didn't have it together, right? We didn't, we were, we were surviving. We were the latchkey kids. We were apathetic for a period of time, but we wanted to change the world. We wanted to discover things. We became educated. I don't think we did a good job of teaching womanhood and friendships. We didn't do a good job of teaching each other how to operate within interracial relationships, right? I mean, much of what we've done was superficial. But I'm talking about real relationships, real relationships. I say this because I have found 
And it could have been seasonal. Many of my black relationships, not all, but many of them, were superficial and toxic. Black women didn't know how to be vulnerable. There's a lot of jealousy and hate. And a lot of it has to do with a lived experience. There's a lot of trauma, okay? And as I've gotten older and I've started punting on relationships and I was open to other relationships. And let me just say, I grew up in a multicultural environment. I've had friends of other races. I think for whatever reasons, I was more open to letting other people in because I wouldn't. And you know, I was called out on some stuff, especially the white people. You know, was white people calling me out. They were just trying to have an authentic relationship. And I was the one who's given off the frost factor. When I started letting people into my space, and it took me a good minute, I started learning a lot. Here I am. I grew up in um, interracial environments. I've had friends, all that kind of stuff. But it was different as a woman um, in the last five, 10 years. Like, it's just different. I think because I'm part of Gen X, like we've gotten to that. I just don't care. Like, we're just all about like, what's the real, real? Like, what's the good, good? What I have found was, and it's weird because like, I'm in this weird, um, I don't know what to call it. The people who I was pushing away the most were the ones who were standing, standing for me harder than the people I expected. And it effed me up because what happened was my moral foundation wasn't challenged, but my ethical foundation was. Now, for those of you who don't know the difference between morals and ethics, and I know you're quite like, where is she going today? Let me take this off so you guys can just see me. Where am I going with this? Morals are things that are taught, you know, whether it's through religion or science, philosophy, whatever. You're you're taught certain things. Don't steal. Don't murder. You know, practice kindness, all those things. Ethics are personal. Those are the things that challenge you when your morals get challenged, right? So some of the people who have been the most damaging in my life have been white women and Asian men, I would say. Well, I don't know about Asian men, but mostly white women. But also some of the people who have been the dopest in my life have been white women. I said something, because some of y'all are shady. It was, I think the ones who did the work, the ones who were like, I just want to come to you as a woman, not as a white woman. And it's hard because she she can't take off her whiteness and I can't take off my blackness. But the ones who are willing to just, or, or a couple of my Asian, yeah. It's interesting. You learn a lot. You will learn a lot. You learn a lot about their perspective about Black people and women and stuff like that. But then you learn a lot about them. You learn a lot about their their frailties. Gen X, we were too busy trying to survive that I feel like we are really starting to come into this womanhood thing a little bit later. 
And I know there will be people who will challenge this assertion, but I think we're just at this point where it's like, look, let's just cut the shenanigans, right? And I think we're at the point where our our relationships, real ones anyway, are becoming so much more authentic and uh, allowing for vulnerability, which is necessary because how can we teach this if we're not doing it? We're, we're just starting to really get it because we didn't get it from the generation before us. Let's take a quick break. The heart behind the I'm on podcast is storytelling because every mom has a story to tell. I know that when I talk to my friends who are parenting and we share stories, we all end up feeling less alone and more capable of loving our kids well. You can find information everywhere on the internet. Some is bad parenting advice and some is pretty wise. We like to think there's a lot of wisdom on imom.com. And when you combine that signature wisdom with a great story, it brings parenting to life. We want a mom who's listening to see herself and her kids in these stories and rest in the confidence that she is the perfect mom for her kids. Check out the iMom podcast with new episodes every Monday. You know, I, I don't like to divulge anybody's information. That's why I'm trying to speak around certain things. But one of the things, this is kind of like a sidebar. I was having this conversation and we talked about black people and sometimes you have to hear the things you don't want to hear but i actually agree with certain things so one of the things i talked about was um with someone was people are like why can't black people get it together there's so much opportunity blah blah, blah. there's a lot that went into it What's up with some of the laziness? Now, this is going to be triggering for some people. I know this is going to be triggering. Okay? And I'm going to be honest. This is my my answer. There are several things going on with Black people. Number one, two things can be true. There is what I call learned helplessness going on in a Black community. Learned helplessness. You're so used to being in a certain situation. It's like learned helplessness. Look that up. But I do think that we have been disproportionately uh, discriminated against. Uh, Man, my phone is blowing up. Uh, We've been discriminated against. There have things that have been put in place to systematically dismantle our neighborhoods. But the thing about Black people, I think, because I know I'm, I'm off on the sidebar here. Oh, I'm getting... I'm off on the sidebar. I think what black people need to understand, and and white people, everyone catch this. There's no reason. That's probably not the right words. Black people have opportunity. Everyone has the opportunity here in this country. I said it. The difference is the people 
Black people just have to understand there's going to be some extra hoops you're going to have to go through. And that's the difference. I think a lot of Black people love to just stay in this 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 space. And I'm not talking about the edge cases where there's just some people who are just down out. What I'm saying is Black people have every opportunity to, there's no reason why you can't make something of yourself. Will it be harder? Yes. Will you experience uh, prejudice and, and racism, classism? Yes. But it doesn't mean opportunities don't exist. So when people talk about privilege, I know there was a discussion about privilege, right? Privilege just said multiple things can be true. Black people can do more for themselves, but white people, Asian people, whatever, have a set of privileges. I don't know. Why I bring up things like that is because when you are in a situation where you are allowing yourself to be comfortable and have uncomfortable conversations, then I think that's when you get the most growth. That's where you do a lot of learning. You're not going to agree on everything. There are times when I contribute and times when I don't. My kids are getting up. Anyway, I just feel like this. Gen X, I know I kept this high level because I'm not that comfortable with you guys yet out here in these streets. Um, Gen X is really starting to come into their womanhood. They're really starting to, I think, say, hey, you know what? This is another woman over here. And yes, we do look different. But a lot of what we experience, not everything, is the same. And we're all a little messed up or a lot of bit messed up. We're messed up people. I think you can't get these kinds of conversations unless you're willing to be vulnerable and have a conversation with people outside of your your bubble. And I think when we start doing that more, we can teach these other generations. I think they are already starting off better than us, but we never really, like we integrated, but we didn't integrate, okay? We still had our own bubbles. We still have our own spheres. And what I'm liking about some of the relationships I have nowadays, they're starting to listen and get a different perspective too because they've never had to before. And now they're they're consuming information. Um, I really want to have like a much deeper conversation with Black women in particular. I want to talk about why these friendships are effed up. I want to actually have a real conversation because I've had to let go of mostly black relationships and I don't like to, to cuss, but well, yes, I do, but they're effing toxic. They're toxic. And part of my struggle, a lot of it had to do with maybe where my station was or is in life. I think Colorism presented itself quite a bit. Um, There's a lot that goes into these relationships. And when you find that they're toxic and damaging and you're not helping each other grow, I had to recognize I I had been fighting and fighting and fighting. I finally had to let things go. And people have been telling me for a while. 
I think it was the best decision I could have made, but it's unfortunate. I want to actually have these real conversations. I just think that, I think the reason why I, I hesitated from some of these conversations is because I look at the content that's out here on YouTube. The content isn't good. Black women do not put out enough content to, we don't have enough content out there. We don't have enough women, Gen X women, talking about Gen X stuff, getting older. What is it like to be Gen X and to be raising children and maybe you might have to take care of your parents? What is it like making sure that you save for retirement? What is it like knowing that you want to create generational wealth? What is it like to start going through uh, menopause? Let me tell you something. I think I'm going through the change. I start getting hot and carrying on. Like my deodorant kicks in. My my underarms start getting moist and carrying on. What's it like when you have that tiny little ball? Oh, you can't see it now. It's covering up. I got a little bald spot right there. What is it like when you pick up a couple of pounds and now you got to work hard to get it off when you're used to being like fabulous? What is it like being married? What is it like being middle-aged and unmarried with children? That's a thing, especially in the Black community. What is it like having toxic friendships? What's it like when you go through the ups and downs in your marriage? Nobody likes to talk about that kind of stuff. What's it like when being a stay-at-home mom versus a working mom? Been on both sides of that coin. What's it like raising kids? What's it like when you know some you see someone doing something that they shouldn't be doing, right? But you're trying to stay in your lane. I think black women need to put out more content, more content other than makeup arguing with the whacked out manosphere. They should not be getting our cycles. Um, um, oh, hair. Look, there's a place for that, right? But also, we are more than that. There's more content that needs to be put out there. There's serious content that needs to be put out there and non-serious content. And our women are not seeing this. They're not seeing real womanhood. I know that. They're not seeing real friendships. Gen X has done a bad job. We've done a bad job. We haven't talked about any of those things. Well, yes, girl, yes, and clean each other up, right? But we're not talking about the real stuff. Depression. We're not talking about self-worth and value why why black women in this marriage issue i mean well we don't control marriage but like what's going on why is my husband snoring so like he was drinking last night and he's down here snoring his butt off um but anyway i just think that these are the kind of conversations we have i think gen x doesn't do enough to talk about some real womanhood stuff and i know i just kind of like touched on it i'm getting there i'm still new getting on camera and talking about these things 
But what I will say is this, when I started having relationships with people who don't look like me, real relationships, talking about real stuff, I've learned a lot about them, about myself. I was like, yo. And it effed me up because I had been fighting it. My black relationships were so toxic. Here I am as a black woman feeling like I'm being some sort of seller or something. I'm like, yo, maybe I'll come back and do a video on why are so many of our black friendships toxic? It happens in every race, but I'm speaking from the blackity black, black perspective. And I've had to let a lot of them go. That's deep. I was talking with one woman about a month ago about some scenarios and um, one person in particular, but some other scenarios. And she called a thing a thing. And I'm not going to get into what it was. Maybe I'll save that for a video. But it was interesting. She called a thing a thing. She said, this is the reason why your, your relationships are the way they are. And I had been trying to hold on to certain things. I felt like the boomers didn't give us good guidance. And here I am, 45, holding on to bad. Well, I got rid of them before I was 45. But holding on to bad relationships. It wasn't good womanhood. It wasn't good friendships. So, yeah. All right. So, look. I suspect this is going to not be a very popular video. And I'm okay with that. But I wanted to put that out there. We don't do a good job of putting out other content. And let me just say this for my black woman. When I call out certain things, I, you know, I just, I think they're so talented and beautiful and, and I think learning to be vulnerable. I think they're starting to figure it out. I just, I think my, my heartstrings are tugging because I hate to see us get here on this app. And I, I look at the beauty ones. And we're trying to change this narrative of beauty. And I, I get it, but I don't know if I agree with, with how it's being done. Our, 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 our version of beauty, what it looks like and, and, and how extreme is. I would love to see somebody do a documentary on it. But all right, so let me get off this thing because this is the thing. It is 804. I'm supposed to have a virtual conversational Spanish lesson because my Spanish is not that great, right? Like it's, you know, I can understand some of it, but when I have to talk, I'm like, see, like I've gotten better. So I'm going to prepare for my Spanish lesson and I'm probably going to get back on here today and make another video. I have so many things I want to talk about. So many things, maybe black friendships. I don't know. But all right. So look, let me go ahead. Let me just say this. For those of you who like this content, you need to go ahead and subscribe. Now, look, the shenanigans out here, like you guys don't owe me anything. 
but I am committed to making content. And you guys need to just go on ahead and commit to subscribing and liking. I'm just saying because I'm pretty amazing in my own mind. But this is the thing. I would love for more people. If you have anything that you want me to talk about, let me know. If you want to come up, I don't typically drop links. I guess I should. But if you want to talk about something, let me know. Maybe I should drop a link one of these days. Uh, I was going to get off of here and prepare for my little Spanish. But yeah, there's a lot of things I really want to have real conversations on. And when I get on here, I don't like to be super heavy because we're going through a period of time where a lot of people are going through some stuff. Um, and for those of you who do know me, you know, I'm actually kind of sensitive. I'm like, you know, I don't want to be in my feelings. And I like in my feelings. But I just think that Gen X, we didn't do a good job with our own womanhood and our own friendships. And we're starting to figure it out. We're starting to have a little bit more authentic relationships. And I think it's important because we can't possibly, you know, provide a blueprint for these other generations unless we're doing it. All right. Um, let me just see. Let me just throw this up here. All right, guys. Like, subscribe, share, comment. All that good stuff. Black opinionated woman.